on Twitter, but you know, who am I? Yeah, so DJ Swanger basically talking about the team. No, he, talking about the lack of coaching. Talking about Jay Gruden, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised. And then, you know, you have the people that support the organization. I'm like, I don't believe in being supportive of an organization when they're clearly wrong in this instance. It's like they're clearly wrong. And it's just like nobody wants to be called out. Like the the, the sad part is this organization doesn't want like to be called out on their BS and they they badmouth or they get rid of people who do this. Right. And this wasn't this wasn't the typical DJ Swearinger throwing people under the bus like he did for other teams. He had a legit gripe here. And you know, for like the organization and for fans who support the organization to get mad because he's doing this out in public. I go back to uh, several years ago when Jay Gruden publicly called out uh, Griffin. Yeah. All right. All right. So we, we already live. So, I mean, we, we could touch on that once we, uh, once we go through the NFL and stuff, cause there's a lot to talk about. Oh, um, first and foremost, like, so, damn. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, just gonna be like, surprise. <laughs> I said we was live, but you was like, I think Bills hurt me, but you was like, still. I, no, I saw we were live as soon as that whole conversation started. I saw. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, I just let DJ finish because I know I didn't want to cut him off, but, but yeah, definitely. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's all cool. First and foremost, sure. episode fifty-one. I mean, you know, had to take a skip because uh, the birth of my son. Everything's going well on that end. Uh, like right before we started, I had to go down there and change him because my wife is not able to move as much. Cause, um, she didn't have a natural birth. They had to cut her to get the baby because uh, his heart rate was dropping when she was pushing. So I'm doing a little bit of everything, but uh, I think they're good right now. If I happen to bounce out for a second, uh, it'd be for that reason or whatever, if they need me or whatever. But um, uh, I can't say enough all the support of the podcast from the first Q&A live stream, and it, it gave us enough uh, energy to continue the live streams. Not only that, the fact that Bills and DJ were basically um, telling me that I should do this for, like, what, at least episode 31? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, these guys know best for the most part, and, and the success is uh, actually showing. Uh, appreciate everybody who's in so far. Hope, hopefully more people come in. We are, I have a couple of more... Uh, I have one PSN card and one Xbox card to give away once again. So uh, we'll do some Q&A. And uh, I know the guys come up with a couple of good questions. Uh, On top of that, you can drop your two cents in on the topics that we're talking about at hand. Um, We're going to talk about uh, Tom Brady, obviously, the way he uh, came back and did it once again, time and time again, coming back from another, uh, you know, game-winning drive and and winning it for the Patriots again. And uh, we're also going to talk about – Drew Brees and the Saints, um, were they robbed or, you know, is it a situation where the team just wasn't good enough? Uh, we're going to throw some gaming in there. One game I was t- um, curious about in particular is Ace Combat 7 because I know DJ uh, has been playing that. Mm. I want yep. his input on that because um, I'm actually uh, – I think about buying that game. And also there's another game that I did buy, and I'm waiting for that to be um, unlocked. There's a Resident Evil 2. We'll mm. talk about that. And the flip of uh, every the go back to um, the actual uh, sports, we're going to talk about the AAF, you know, like right after the Super Bowl, that season starts. We're going to talk about our expectations when it comes to 
that league because um, as of right now, football is not ending. Just don't let the Super Bowl, you know, deter you from trying to find something to do because, in my opinion, I think we have some decent football in that league. So, um, well, how you guys are doing, man? I mean, I know it's been a, a week, two weeks since we haven't got that we got together. Uh, DJ, how how you been? Ah, uh, my week has been good. You know, it's been really chilly. It's been snowing here and there, a little bit of rain. We've had everything. Work has been okay. And uh, just ready to get into these topics. Yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting. I agree. What about you, Bills? What's been going on? Um, You know, I've just been uh, – I put out a bucket this past Sunday to collect all the tears of the Patriots haters. So, you know, I've been <laughs> watching that overflow. So I had to go and, you know, uh, replenish that every once in a while. But, yeah, other than that, I've been, I've been pretty good, man. How y'all been? I mean, I've been good. It's like, look, I mean, I'm not – I've never been uh, – a big fan of the Patriots. I mean, I, I can care less. They're just like another NFL team to me. But I mean, if if you're just an you, if you're going to be that guy and just be an idiot and don't understand the greatness of what Tom Brady has done within, I mean, at least the past four to five years. I mean, if something's wrong with you. Now, I mean, let alone his entire career. I mean, just that little bit of body of work in itself is actually, you know, you know, good enough to put him up there with the greats. But the rest of his career, you can easily. At the bare minimum, make an argument that he is the goat. Hey, it's just, it's just, it's just simple. I mean, I, I don't have anything else to add to it. It's just, just look at the resume. It speaks for itself. Yeah, Eli Manning beat him twice, but the consistently, not only just, and it's not even about the rings, but the consistently keep coming through when you're needed to, to, to come up with a game-winning drive. Yeah, he doesn't have all of them, but when it mattered, he done what he, he did what he had to do. And nine times out of ten, it's not necessarily his fault. I mean, you look at the Super Bowl from last year. You're really going to say Tom Brady blew that game because one of his defensive linemen did not block and knock the ball out of his hand? Yeah. I mean, uh, how's, how's that on Brady, you know? You know, I mean, like, we could talk about somebody else that they call the GOAT. Um, look at Drew Brady. Well, let me address B-Fight real quick since B-Fight. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> So I'm just, really, uh, I'm just. No, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me go there. Go there. Gather your thoughts. Gather your thoughts. No, no. You so, another, so you look at another goat like Drew, like yeah. they call the goat, Drew Brees. Drew Brees did not have to throw that ball to, to cause the interception. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could call Tom Brady out for the interception he did against the Steelers. I get it. I get it. That was a bad throw. Everybody who's the greatest or who's called the greatest aren't going to make a mistake. But when it really matters, like. If he did something like that consistently on a game that really mattered, like the game that was just passed, I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, not saying that games don't matter, but when it's called upon him to deliver, most of the time he has delivered. And, I mean, look, I, I grew up in the 80s when I watched Montana throw the ball. To me, he's my he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to me. I can't say he's necessarily the GOAT because of what Tom Brady did, but that's my guy. But I, I'm not one of these blind guys to say, "Oh my God!" Is you know, I I I recognize greatness. So it, that's just me. Now, Bill, I know you wanted to talk about uh, talk uh, to Fife about what's going on. What's up, B Fife? And uh, I'm let Bill do his thing. My man, look, I, I don't I don't get the argument. I don't get the argument with Joe Montana at this point. If Tom Brady was never born and never played in the NFL, then yeah, maybe. But to compare them side by side, it's not close statistically. 
um, the level of competition Tom Brady's played in the Super Bowl is superior to the level of competition that Joe Montana's team faced. Uh, yeah. He says the NFL belongs on Broadway. Hey, I mean, look, it's not my fault that teams. I don't, beat I don't think that has anything to do with Brady. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that has it. anything to do. I mean, with he's Brady. not wrong. He's not wrong when he says yeah. that. But uh, I mean, I mean, look, there are plenty of games for people to point to that they can call rigged. I'll tell you one that they cannot point to, and it's this last game with Kansas City and, and New England. Period. Tom Brady went out there. He saw that. They were able to bring Edelman in motion every time and have him untouched off the line to go up the seam and cross without any DB coming to bear down on him and lay a hit. And that's what they did every third down. You can't knock him for that. You can knock D Ford for being in the neutral zone. I'm guessing they rigged that part too. I think the main thing about it is I think with the Chiefs, the Chiefs just have they just have a bad defense. I mean, that, that, that's just yeah. how it is to it. The defense and a coach that abandons the run game and a yeah. coach that doesn't know how to manage the clock and a coach that doesn't know how to call timeout and stop the clock. You said his legacy was built off of iffy calls. So 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 wait a minute. So so okay. So let, let's let's back up here. So the wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a mm-hmm. minute. Let me let me I would say the team's legacy was built off of iffy calls, not not Brady's legacy. I will say that. So, his right. I, I, I don't. I, I see. This is one thing a lot of people do, and I mean, I'm and I'm guilty of it at times. People tend to think the entirety of the cloud over the Patriots, and I know Bill's your Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. There's a cloud over the team. I mean, the team itself. I I, I don't think there's anybody denying that in general, oh. but the quarterback himself. This is what this is what I'm talking about. The right. quarterback himself and what he's done under center in the pocket throwing the ball is what separates him from all the other quarterbacks. I don't, yeah. I don't know if people understand that part because when yeah. people think about Brady winning Super Bowl, they immediately put the collective situation behind the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about the Patriots in general, everybody has a case about what that team has done and what they haven't done. But for that guy to hike to get the ball for under center and do what he do, as far as producing, that's what I'm talking about. That makes him above everyone else. Well, I'm just wondering what if he calls caused Atlanta to stop running the ball in the second half. I'm wondering what if he calls caused Marshawn Lynch to not get the ball on the goal line. I'm wondering what if he calls well, caused him that. Actually, technically, that was an iffy call. It was an iffy call. Coaching call. It was an iffy coaching call. It was definitely an iffy coaching call. That was majorly iffy. I told people Pete Carroll was a choker. You said Brady gets second chances. What second chances does he get? No, no, wait. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let let me stop this right now. B5 trolling like crazy. He has to be trolling. He has to be on because he – the thing is, is okay, if the name you're going to throw out after Joe Montana is Peyton Manning and say that the league wasn't completely behind him, then I'm going to give you Peyton Manning's record in the playoffs at home. It's not very good. My thing with Peyton, and I, and I think we talked about this before, I don't think numbers-wise, I don't think Peyton is one of the greatest. I think what Peyton is, Peyton has a great quarterback mind. 
And I always Definitely. thought, I always thought if Peyton Manning, I say put it, I put it like this: if Tom Brady had Peyton Manning's mind, you would have the most unstoppable quarterback behind center. That, I don't think I, I don't think Tom is far off though. No, he's not far off. I don't off. think that. I don't think that. I don't think there's a gap. He's kind of unstoppable in a way now. I don't think there's a gap. So why I don't, would, I think the same. Why would we even worry about him having Peyton Manning's mind? Like I think they pretty much have Joe Montana 2.0 and, and and Tom Brady. I'm like Tom, just Tom Brady is, is a pocket passer versus if you look at Joe Montana, technically he is still a mobile passer. But not well, see, these two guys. These two guys are so good at what they do. I honestly believe if you flip eras, you'll get the same result. If you flip those two guys in the same era, you get the same result. Oh, John Montana would have a field day if he was in this era. I'm like, Tom Brady, Brady, it, I, I think Brady would do good wait, in the 80s, too. He could would do good until Brady, he got hit. Could you, could wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Brady, could you imagine Tom I mean, Brady running like a West Coast offense? Honestly. Well, technically, he has been. I'm like, Tom depending Brady upon which fine. offensive coordinator, he technically has been running a West Coast offense. Tom Brady just would be fine getting hit. I mean, he got hit way before they started coddling him, and he got injured. He was getting hit back then, just like everybody else. He was doing fine. Yeah. Uh, B5 says, I, 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 Tom Brady is good. No, he's great. No, uh, this is where the, the Tom Brady beyond Montana thing goes, is where Brady is, has just continued to add on with his longevity. Oh, that's my. Don't worry about that. That's one of my own uh, computer speakers. I don't uh, think it's necessarily like 100% talent wise. You're almost on my 1A, 1B. I just think that Brady is just added to his legacy with the longevity and what he's continued the longevity plus consistency. I think I that think puts him above Montana because Montana, you. Nobody could tell me Montana could not have done what he's done in this league right now. My thing is, okay, let, let's say let's say that all these iffy calls, which there was only one named, uh, the, the tuck rule, let's say all of these iffy calls, all one of them, built this man's career, right? Let, let's, let, let's just for argument's sake say that. So explain this. Explain how Tom Brady has thrown for 4,000 yards with basically receivers you could find at Walmart ringing people shit up. Explain uh, how... Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Um, I, I can explain this one. Uh-huh. Uh, the way they call defensive pass interference on DBs is out of nowhere. Because remember that one playoff game when it, it was the... Uh, what was it? Was it the Colts defenders that, that were chucked? No, 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 no. Let me just say it was working for the Patriots. But it was the Patriots defenders that were chucking the receivers and holding them up at the line. Yeah. I'm like, in this day and age, you can't do that. So you can get Tom, Dick, and Harry from Walmart and put them at wide receiver, and they can be success- successful because no one can touch them. No, so I, I, still don't, I can answer that I, one. Yeah, I mean, I still don't think that takes away from either one. No, because I mean, if you're throwing for four thousand yards every year with Rasheed Caldwell and David Givens, I'm sorry. Like, let's not act like he had this wealth of talent around him. Joe Montana had arguably the greatest receiver to ever play. He had two well, running backs. He also went up against the DBs that were more physical and was able to beat them. 
I understand he had the talent, but does that does that take away from Joe Montana talent? No, I'm not taking away from Joe Montana's talent. Like people like people say Joe Montana is behind Brady mostly because of the longevity of Brady. I don't think it's anything that got to do with talent wise. Because I think John Brady throws a football better than Joe Montana. I think it's unfair to compare the two, just like it's unfair to compare Michael Jordan versus LeBron. You got two mm-hmm. players in two different eras that were successful in their own rights. That's I why I say, okay, Joe ball. Montana, and then Brady is Joe Montana 2.0. I can't. No. That's how I look at it. Montana 2.0 because he's, he's doing things that aren't Joe Montana things. It's not just – it's not just from the West Coast perspective of it. It's like there's a lot of it's things. It's like LeBron doing Michael Jordan things just in like this what? It's, it's the same thing to me. No. Like, okay, LeBron, like LeBron and is the dominant the player in his era of basketball versus Michael Jordan was the dominant player in the last generation. Yeah, but in different ways. It's like Joe Montana was the dominant player at quarterback in his era in the 80s and <laughs> mostly in the 80s. Versus okay. Tom Brady has been the most dominant quarterback, but in, in this different new millennia. But in different ways. That's my point. Exactly. That's why you can't Just call like, somebody Joe Montana 2.0 when he's doing yes, it. Yes, I can because at the end of the day, it is all about the championships. And yes, Brady was it. Brady has more championships than 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 Joe. So I can say, okay, on, on in a way, Joe Montana started this whole consistent, you know. Right at quarterback versus Tom Brady being a consistent threat just for a lot longer because of the way the league is. It's I less physical, honestly so believe that you can gauge football players I think, I on think championships. No, this is what I've been saying. That's part of it. I'm just saying, you know, at the end of the day, that is going to be the end part of the conversation. Is that at, is that okay? John Montana won a certain amount of championships and did it in the way that he did it. And now we're looking at um, Tom Brady winning. Basically, he's been to eight Super Bowls. They're going on nine. Yeah, and you look at the fact that, okay, he's won five of them. And it's like, I see the same. From watching Joe Montana play live to watching Tom Brady play live, and you're watching Tom Brady play live, and, of course, you're probably going to have more insight on Tom Brady because you're a Patriots fan. But I'm watching it as a Redskins fan, watching Joe Montana back then and also watching Tom Brady now. I just see, you know, the originator, the league evolves, you get Tom Brady. I I just don't think that um, – I don't think that Joe Montana and Tom Brady are – one and one as far as um the same What's player. Going on, Neff? What's up, man? No, I don't. I think they're one a one a as far as actually playing the sport. But that Brady basically passes him when it comes to accomplishments and inconsistency. That that I think I, I don't know if too many people understand that aspect. I, I I really think if you flip either one in each era, like if Brady played in Montana's era and vice versa, I, I think you get the same result. I don't think that one is necessarily better than each other on the field. I just think when you look at the accomplishments, Brady got them, and that's what makes him the greatest of all time. I, I, don't, I think I, Brady has more. I think Brady has more arm talent. That's just that's just what I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that and that's that's absolutely you know a, a debatable point. 
But that doesn't take anything away if Montana was doing was in what in the same shoes as Brady right now. I believe that the Patriots will still have the same amount of success because neither one of them get hit. Both of them has the vision, and both of them can throw the ball. I, I don't see where the I, I wouldn't see where the accomplishments would be any less on either side. I think Brady would have went four for four playing for so playing for um San Francisco at the time, and I think that Montana would have won just as many Super Bowls as Brady did if if he was with the Patriots. Fife, I'm not disagreeing with you as far as the if he calls Fife. What I'm saying is you can't say that Tom Brady's career was built off of if he calls when the tuck rule was literally a rule. And then on top of that, you haven't named any other if he calls that they've made in Tom Brady's favor. I mean, if people went and dug up calls from Joe Montana's games – you would see the same shit. So it's like you can't say it about Brady and not say it about Montana. I, I because every that. great player has been involved in a controversial game. I don't I, don't, I don't look at the calls to be an issue or a cloud around Brady. I, I mean, yeah, that's a reflection call. of the team. Yeah, you know, like, the that's, that's I, I, affecting I, I, overall I, game, not if, just the quarterback by himself. If there's any call, if there's any call, there's two of them all on my list that I can say that people could actually have a debate about, and it would be a healthy one. The tuck rule, obviously, and that one when the Steeler was going into the end zone, made three steps, and he called an incomplete pass. Those two calls, I, I you can make a case for that. But other than that, that takes nothing away from what Brady does in the pocket. That, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people would say, the, the like I said earlier, the team itself, has a cloud because of not just calls but the scandals around them. But that doesn't take that takes nothing away from what Brady does under center. Well, the other thing, well, the other thing to me is people love to bring up the controversy around the Patriots, but they don't talk. He isn't the biggest benefactor. Whoever is whoever wins out on any if he calls will be the benefactor. It doesn't matter who it yeah. is. So I'm like, I just. I, I don't I don't get how because Tom Brady is the best player on the team, he's the biggest benefactor when he would succeed whether those if he calls happened or not. And plus they ran the ball more this year. They ran the ball, they ran the ball a lot more. And that's another thing. Like you can probably name what one or two years where they've had a really dominant running back in the backfield the entire time he's played. I'm not talking about serviceable, I'm talking about dominant. So it's like there's a lot of things that you can look to and say, yeah, Brady's the greatest of all time. I don't think it's a bait. He gets the most shine because he plays the best on the biggest stage consistently. And he's in a high uh vis- he's in a high visible position. I mean, right. I I don't I don't hear anybody talking about how they go and, and hype up Joe Joe John Elway who gets his ass kicked in every Super Bowl until T D shows up. We ain't talking about that, are we? But that's, see, that's mm-hmm. what I was saying earlier. It's like he he done it the most on a consistent level for the longest. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I say Brady is the goat. Not I don't I don't think this has thing, anything to do with talent because no. you have I a lot of quarterbacks. You have a lot of quarterbacks that could do exactly what Brady done, but I don't think they could do it as long as Brady's done it. Okay. And, and not only that, I mean, you look at somebody else. Look at Drew Brees, and I mean, we're going to talk about him for a second. As great as he is throwing the football, look at the type of shit he's done within the past four or five years. 
he hasn't been great. I mean, so it's like it's not that you know, you know, you have these quarterbacks that all of them can do it. But when you talk about most of the greats, you can take most of them and flip them, and it. And I've, I feel that it's going to be the same situation in that moment. But you're not going to have that quarterback to do it as long and have this much success. But Fife, see the thing is, is your beef is with the NFL, but you're criticizing Brady in the end of it. My beef could be with the NBA, but if I criticize a player that is benefiting, then my beef is really with them. I mean, let's let's take James Harden as an example. James Harden gets some of the worst calls in the history of life. But the thing is, is I can't knock him for using what he gets away with on a consistent basis to have success. I can only Mm -hmm. knock the league. If Tom Brady has these so-called iffy calls happening for him, like, okay, I'll give you an example. The Colts, everybody talked about deflated balls. The Colts were dead in the water in the first quarter. You know what? I thought about deflated balls. You know what I mean? You know what I feel about that? Oh, I feel that any quarterback should be able to have the ball deflated damn near any way they want to. They're the one that have to I thought, the ball. I thought that was already the case. They just couldn't go below a certain point or above a certain yeah. point. I, they can I didn't know they could touch they, I didn't know they could tamper with it the way they want to at all. I think it's just an unwritten rule. Yeah. No, they can yeah. over they can overinflate it. They so can't so underinflate it. No, no, there's a range that they can keep the football. Wait, it's like ten, I think, or something. Okay, so right. like said, that's a rule or unwritten rule? No, it's a rule. What do we do? Yeah, like, what do we do? It. Um, just like Aaron Rodgers said, he's like, oh, you know, I, I always like my balls, you know, overinflated. Yeah, like, Nobody yeah, ever said anything yeah. to me. Yeah. And and Mark Brunel said he wanted he like his underinflated or something like yeah, that. Right. Also say he paid a guy to to do it, and yeah, everybody yeah. put that under the rug Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. I mean, so that's my point. It's like all of these scandals. Everybody's like, "Well, Tom Brady, better." No, it's it's not. It's, it's like what NYKia said earlier. Um, NYKia, let me see if I can pull it up. NYKia said Brady. No, not that one. What show are you coming on, Five? The one. Oh. <laughs> well, no, because NYT. Oh, there NYKia said, "Do the slowest dirt unless you have crazy consistent pass rush." Like those uh, Giants teams, you're not hitting them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, and another thing, and another yeah. thing about another thing about uh, Tom Brady, he doesn't have one of the quickest releases either. So he has to have that that, that um that. Yeah, that. he. Yeah, Tom Brady has that, but that uh, goes, Jason Campbell type yeah. release, and that goes back to tell you that goes back to show you how great he really is, even with the below average release. He's still a well, well. Brady's Brady's cut down on his um Brady. That's funny because Brady's cut down on his release uh his release time. He doesn't have much wasted motion now, but when he first got in the league, he got a bit of waste of motion. Uh, yeah. but let's let's bring up another guy. So where do y'all think where do y'all think Aaron Rodgers stands in the quarterback conversation? Now, me personally, I mean, I, are, are we taking talent out of it? Because I really don't talent. bring him up that much. Yeah, I don't even bring him up. But I mean, if you're talking about talent, he's one of the best. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, yeah, no talent. We already know he's one of the grittiest quarterbacks. I think I think he has the most arm talent I've seen, other than Dan Marino. Yeah, I can. Um, Dan Marino was unreal. Uh, I'm not gonna put Mahomes up there. Mahomes has done some crazy shit. I'm not gonna put him up there yet. I'm not gonna. He just started too. He just started too. He just started, but he has done some crazy things as far as arm talent is concerned. But Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl. 
Um, if you were to like, okay, like he's obviously top ten. Is he top seven? You mean talent? No, like all around, all time. Ooh. Top seven? How how high are you putting him inside the top ten? I mean, you got Brady, you got Montana, you got uh, Breeze. Oh, we're talking about all time. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I okay. We, I, I think it would, it would be fair to put this in active because then you're talking oh, active, about I mean, him against like Dan Marino, John Elway. That's what I'm and, saying. I'm saying others. like, like who's on y'all's list? Like, do y'all go back as far as Unitas? Do you like how are you like? What is your list looking like? Like top ten wise, not even top five. Top ten. No, we. Yeah, no, yeah, right, yeah, I think right now we can't do all time. It has, yeah, you, have to you can't do the top ten all time and just name names off. You don't have I mean, to do name a name. That's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, just say who's my top ten. It's like no, not in order. But I'm saying in your top ten, like how far are you going? Before you name Rogers, that's what I'm asking. Oh, um, I at least I, I probably put at least eight before him. I see. And Wakia said all time I put Elway. I mean, Elway's such a fraud, but I agree. Uh, Marino, yes, definitely. Um, uh, see, Brady, about, Marino. The thing about the thing about um Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has he has the talent, and he does put up numbers. But mm-hmm. you're looking at a situation where. How much more consistent he's going to be like that? Because, like, the last two years, he hasn't been the Aaron Rodgers we've been talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, How long he's going to be able to keep it up to stay in that area? So, okay, okay, so, I mean, I think – Does Steve Young enter the conversation at some point? I was going to ask. I think Steve Young's top ten. Yeah. I, I think I'm like as you guys are going on, I'm like visualizing all the quarterbacks in the past. I think United's um, is top ten in my United, lifetime. United's, yeah. I think I can, Warren Moon. Yeah, I, I I put him up there. Yeah, you can't leave out Warren Moon. You got to think about what he done. In, he did it in both leagues. That's what I'm saying. You got to think about what he did in and out of the NFL. I mean, that's just. Bro, but shit goes back so far. I mean, you could talk about Otto Graham and all the shit he did. He was before his time. Uh, yeah, but you, but so we have to. It, it has though. to be a limit. So as far as people we've seen play, yeah. As far as yeah, people so. we've seen play, I mean, Moon got to be in there. Uh, Young got to be in there. I'm trying to think of a name. Nykia states Brady, Montana, Peyton, Elway, and Young as his. Top Is that in order? That's a good list too. That, that's, that's a very good man. I read it. And, I read it as you typed it. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that, that's that's hard to that's that's hard to, to to go against too. I would put. You know what? I would put Breeze. So, I would put Breeze. Maybe seven. Man, it's like splitting hairs though. Breeze oh, six, maybe seven. Man. Bro, when I'm thinking Breeze versus Elway quarterback wise, I still like honestly, I still have Montana Den Brady. I mean, I can't. And I, I, then, I, yeah, you know, I'm, not, I'm not gonna die on the hill, but I I gotta throw Warren Moon in there. That is a tough one when you really look at it because when you look at quarterbacks in general, I mean, most of them, when you look at the not in general, but if you look at the all time great. A lot of them do exactly the same thing. I mean, we're not yeah. talking about a Michael Vick because he's different. I mean, you even talking mm-hmm. about 
Warren Moon. Warren Moon went back there in the pocket and, and slung the ball just as well as everybody else on this list. And he was part of running like, shoot. Like which which all time the thing is, which all time great that you will flip on another team and not get the same results? Uh that's, 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 well, we actually you know what? Between Montana and um and, that's and, when, and that's Brady, when we that's did what... see Montana on a Kansas City team late in his career. And it was I can't even knock him, and I'm a big time. Detractor oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not knocking him either. It's yeah, just he's that he's seen, now. I mean, right? But okay, we did see him on a different team and take a different set of okay, time that wasn't as great as he originally had that far. So now, now Neff brought up a point that I disagree with. So he says. Super Bowl wins are what they're defined by, not yards. But here's my thing. Okay, now, there's 53 players on a team. You don't play both sides of the ball. <laughs> I'm about to go to me. I mean, I mean, we already know. He's clearly trying to trigger you, Bill. Uh, you're not going to trigger me on this conversation. It's never that deep. But – but no, I think I don't think I don't think the Super Bowl quarterbacks are. I mean, I should say I don't think quarterbacks are judged by Super Bowls because, like I said, you don't play both sides of the ball. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that don't have a ring that should have a ring because they were great enough to have a ring, but they didn't have a team around them. So I can't judge them based on Super Bowl. You are gonna say Dan Marino's outside the top ten because you don't have a Super Bowl? You see, I I I stopped using I stopped using that uh that analogy. Rings don't. I didn't even say rings don't mean nothing. My thing is, what are you doing at that position? I That's think you need it. to have one to be in the greatest of all time conversation. I think one is the minimum. I think you should at least have one. You should somehow find your way to one ring because everybody we're bringing up, with the exception of Marino, has somehow gotten their way to one ring, right? Breeze has one. Yeah, Warren Moon's another one. Warren Moon, I definitely agree with. I mean, and that's CFL. Oh, yeah. and what about Jim Kelly? You know, nah. mm. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. So, Neff, let me ask you a question. I'm like, shoot. Let me well, ask we you might question, as well bring Neff. Mark Rippon into the conversation. Well, see, I'm going to ask him a question. So, Neff, let me ask you a question. So, that means Troy Aikman is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, then. And then at the same time, um, what's the no, other quarterback I, that I, won I, for the Ravens? I like, in I like, I like, Trent Dilfer. You might as well throw him in the conversation. I like, I like Jim Kelly. I, I like Jim <laughs> Kelly, but I, I'm, I'm with Neff. Nobody talks about Jim Kelly. Yeah, he won four. But hey. outside of, no, I mean, he didn't win four. I mean, he he lost like, four. He, he, he went four times. Say, four, <laughs> but his body of work, I mean, how big it's, you know, how big, how well it stacks up against everybody else. His body you're of trying, work. You're trying so hard. <laughs> wow. He said Carl Malone. He know, I know why he said that. Don't get that. Don't get me started on Carl Malone. Let, let's jump to the next topic. And the next topic. Well, Drew Brees. We brought up Drew Brees. We might as well go to that. Definitely. I, I well, yeah. Let, yeah. Let's talk about these things. I, I these fans. Them. I mean, my God. Oh, first of all, before we get to the fans, because I got a I got a video that I showed these guys earlier. I want to put it in the chat, and I want to I want everybody think I want I want everybody thoughts about this video that these fans came up with about. Oh, the Saints. All right, the, um, the Saints are like nineteen. They only have like nineteen or twelve million dollars in cap space. They got twenty one or twenty two free agents coming up this year. 
they owe Drew Brees $33 million. Are the Saints, I, there's a reason why they put all their eggs in the basket this year, because I think they knew the writing was on the wall that they don't have anything after this year. They're strapped for cash. They got an old quarterback. The talent, I mean, let's be honest, their best pairs as Alvin Kamara. I don't even look at Michael Thomas as a, as a threat on, on the outside anymore. Um, Hold on, man. Are we, are we really taking the time to break down the Saints? Because no. right now, I just want to go off on their fans. The reason why, because I want to know, after the Super Bowl run that they went on, that tried to get the Super Bowl, look at them in the next year or so. They're strapped. What What are we looking at as far as Breeze's career? Could he be... Well, this will be his last run in the, in the team. He's at the end. Of well, his I got something That's to say real quick because you brought up you brought up Mike Thomas. Everybody's been knocking Marcus Peters all year, but Mike Thomas that ended that game. Mike Thomas ended that game with four catches for thirty six yards. So right. let's let's give credit where it's due because everybody loves to knock Marcus Peters, but when he shows up, everybody gets silent. So yeah, well let's make sure we recognize that. No, I mean yeah, I agree. But you look at this team. I mean, no, no, yeah. You look at this team and their free agency. They don't have any. They don't have no first round pick. They got four picks total in next this upcoming draft. Where do you put Randall Cunningham? Not in the top five. Not in the top. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh. I like Randall, but no. I would put him like maybe outside the top ten. As far as mobile quarterbacks, uh, got to have him near the top, obviously. And he was another guy that did a lot with very little. So yeah, I agree. So what? Top fifteen. Yeah, I would say top fifteen. Uh, I would say man, top fifteen. Man, that's tough. He was a game changer. Because once you get to you fifteen, you got that. the Kurt Warner's right. Kurt Warner. I mean. Uh, I don't know. I'm we'll a little have to bit silent on Kurt. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm a little silent on him. I, I, I I'm like he's okay. I like Kurt Warner. Hold like, on. Uh, the Saints. Uh, yeah, I think it's over. Wasn't I have to ask him Wasn't there some type of rumor that he was going to get traded to the Jets or something before this season? Who that? Drew Brees. No. I swear there was. It wasn't going to take, take that $33 million, uh, hit. That's a $33 Yeah, but there were, there were rumors that he was in trade. Well, he wasn't in trade talks, but he might get traded. So I already think they're trying to abandon <laughs> ship with that. I don't see where uh, – Oh, see he's talking about the fries. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see anybody – I don't see anybody picking him up. I, I just think the Saints are just the Saints are just they're they're in a tough they're in a tough spot. And I don't want to talk about their fans. The time is going somewhere though. <laughs> 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 and, and I was wondering because when you look at the legacy of quarterbacks like we were talking about, it is a is a high probability that Breeze is just gonna go out bad. And he's just gonna go out real bad. You think about you know what happened with the Vikings, and you see what happened now. And you know, my next year, they might not even make it to the playoffs the way this, this the free agent is. is I think I think the Saints are going to look very different next year. I think the offense will stay fairly 
the same, but that defense that has taken a step up might look very different next year. Well, I said you got twenty. Be they, got, they got all over again. They got right. twenty-two people, twenty-two players that are gonna be free agents. And like what Nwakia just said, Breeze he couldn't throw the ball that well because when you talk yeah. about that, you talk about that pass that everybody said that was pass interference, which you know I, I believe it it was. Oh, if definitely. You, if, you, if you look at that pass, if that defender turns around, that ball is in the stomach. Yeah, it was. It was a very. It was a fairly th- poorly. I mean, fairly. It was a poorly thrown ball. It was real bad. So mm-hmm. all they had to do was turn around and throw a pick, and then it would have been done. It would have been done with either way. But um, let, let's, talk, let's talk about DJ. Let DJ go. He's been fighting that bit to get these fans. Oh, what do you want to talk about? Hold, hold on, hold on a second. Let me just name a couple of the free agents real quick. Just two seconds. All right. So Teddy Bridgewater, nobody really expected him to be there. So that's one. Uh, Des Bryant, I'm guessing they might resign him. No, they're not bringing him back. You don't think so? No. Uh, well, whatever. Uh, Jermon Bushrod is a big time player on the team. We'll have to see what happens with that. A lot of these dudes, I mean, Mark Ingram, they might let him walk. Uh, I'm just gonna keep going. Their kicker, they can find another kicker. I ain't worried about that. Manti Teo, he's still on the team. Jesus, no, he's with he's with his girlfriend. <laughs> hey, look, the Saints winning is just as imaginary as his girlfriend. All right. Exactly. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, they're fans. Let's talk about it. Tommy right, so, so uh, go, go ahead, DJ. I'll let you kick it off. Tommy Lee, so, Lewis, so. Tommy Lee Lewis was the one that got pass interference on. He's a free agent. Um, PJ Williams, the one who got caught drunk driving last night, he's a free agent. Should I be drunk driving too? Right now, their playoff hopes are free agents. Ben so, Watson's a free oh, agent. I know. There's a lot of their fans that are probably free agents at this point. So, uh, wait, 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 wait. Matter of fact, we don't say it like three times. Let's talk about these fans. I mean, yeah, what, what are your thoughts about these dudes? Okay, first of all, they ain't in the playoffs anymore. They ain't going to win the Super Bowl anytime soon. And ain't nobody give a shit about them, especially after all these videos they've been making, the lawsuits they put out, talking about they need a rematch. The lawsuit, when I looked at it, uh, talked about on behalf of the season ticket holders. So what are you saying? Fuck the rest of the ticket holders, the people that buy tickets to the games, they didn't want a rematch either? They, they, They... there is some legitimacy to having the commissioner does have the power to instate a rematch, but that ain't happening. Y'all are just yeah, gonna have to get over it, just like everybody else who's suffered a bad call. The Raiders got over their bad call with the tuck rule. Uh, you know, the Rams got over being cheated on by the Patriots. They got over that. I'm like, everybody has to get over something. Go back. I'm wait, like, I, wait, wait, I just whoa, get tired whoa. of. Hold on. What did the Rams what? get cheated by the Pats? Remember, remember they were saying um that they had scouted, they they had uh, oh, videotaped yeah, their walkthrough. They, they already, they ESPN apologized. They said that was a false report. Because I think it was only one team or something. It wasn't the Rams. It was somebody else. No, they said they they said that the Rams and Marshall Fox still believes this to this day. He claims that. Hey, Patriots. hold on. What we're not gonna do, we're not about to slander Marshall Falk. We ain't gonna do I'm that. I'm not gonna slander oh, Marshall Falk. Oh, you are my favorite. We're slamming Marshall Falk up in here. Good God. Oh, what, I'm is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, Marshall Falk claims that we filmed their walkthrough and then they were simply asked to produce a tape and they couldn't. So he went 
back into his corner. And, you know, I like Marshall Falk. Come on. They may have had him destroy it. Or maybe there wasn't a tape. Just like the Ben Roethlisberger uh, footage. Well, I mean, come on. I'm like, but a lot of but I, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think anything happened to the Rams. That's a whole bunch of uh, – well, Let's get back on these fans because I'm, I'm about to put this Twitter um, link in the in – Oh, yeah, the video is hilarious. In the, in, the, in the chat, and I want y'all to go look at this video and just and let me know what y'all think about these fans. Now, first of all, they're they're about, they're, if you don't know by now – they already put billboards up all around Atlanta about they got robbed. They have a um a lawyer. It's even on the highway thing. Yeah, it, yeah, it's on the highway. It's on I, know, I, know, I I know exactly where it is. I mean, it's right on I-285. They got a couple of them around Mercedes Benz Stadium. And they got some all around the city. They got I think they got like 16 of them up in, in the city of Atlanta. They got a, a lawyer going around trying to sue the NFL, um, talking about they uh Damage the loss of life, loss of enjoyment. I'm dead. Like Hurricane Katrina went through there again. Man, let me tell you something. This is the rematch. Okay, okay, okay. So before before they come into NFL, this is what they need to do. They need to go back. They need to watch the game again and see those face masks they didn't get called for. They hey, need to go like back. They're like one player, like stomp on a player's face or something. He like that? stepped on. Yeah. He just landed on the dude trying to give him like a Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio senton off the fucking rope. <laughs> uh, then uh, what else happened? Uh, then Drew Brees threw the pick, right? So it's yeah, like man. you made it to overtime. You still had a chance. You threw a pick. All right, now y'all look at this. Y'all look at this link right here, and y'all look at this this music video that Saints fans put together oh, talking about they got man. robbed. Listen, I, I'm a Falcons fan. They can talk about 28 to three all they want. All they want. They 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 cannot. They can't. They they that they, they have nothing on. They have nothing on us at this point. Yo yo, but hold on though. Oh. Hold on. Here's something you're forgetting, VF. Do you remember how their season ended the year before that? Exactly. Yeah, that they, did, were they crying about a rematch on that one? Well, well, what kind of guy goes and <laughs> tries to tackle <laughs> with his head? Boy, like his eyes were literally facing on the ground, the, 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 the turf. turf. Yeah, on the turf. Yeah, it's like what kind of Jesus take the wheel ass tackle is that? These fans mm -hmm. are the worst. I, I'm sorry. And and here we go. Wait a minute. Here's one more thing. Here's one more thing. Remember, who is the defensive coordinator that got it was Greg Williams. Who's the defensive? Yes, Greg Williams. That got caught up in that whole uh bounty gate. Mm -hmm. And what team was he defensive coordinator for? That nearly yeah. uh that beat the crap out Killed of Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Almost yeah, damn near. So yeah. the Saints fans have blood money as far as their Super Bowl is concerned. So <laughs> they can shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all got your one Super Bowl. Shut the you know what? No. Man, 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 get the Saints. All Saints I know fans. is they crying so much. Hurricane Katrina too will form in that city. Saints fans oh, are canceled, bro. Yo, they're the worst. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, we, we, we took our Super Bowl loss like 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 really women. We were hurt. We ain't did all this stuff. I mean, Look, just because LSU sucks and Anthony Davis is about to leave, that ain't no wow. excuse for you to sit here bitching about the one sport y'all can cling to annually because y'all mm. sucked a couple years ago and y'all couldn't even cling to that sport. 
you know, I feel bad for my boy Jay Miles, man. Shout out to Jay Miles. He said he wanted to come on the podcast one day, but he's always oh, right, not now. <laughs> he's, always, he's always been a good dude, man. But um, he he's he's a little embarrassed right now because how the way the fans are acting. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I got, I got a, that's actually a good segue. So he asked me what I thought about the game and if I thought that there, there was any rigging going on. So I know we were going to talk about rigging, and I know this is B5's favorite segment of the show. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. B5's favorite rigging. Okay, I, already put it, I already put in the chat that we're going to do one of the giveaways. So if oh, okay. y'all want to go ahead and give out a question and see if anybody can answer, I got a PSN and an Xbox card gift card that um that I have right now. Y'all can put the question out. Whoever answers it first to get it, or whatever the case may be. So um y'all can go ahead with that, and we can talk about the rigging. Okay, so uh my question is, should I give? That's question's kind of hard though. It is. I know you talked about it earlier. It is. You might want to um. Yeah, same with my question. Kind of hard. Okay. 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 All right. How many points did Michael Jordan average in the 1993 NBA Finals? Well, that's a good one. Mm. That's the easier one than one I was going to ask. Okay. I remember. I remember. I that. remember I'm a Jordan fan, and I can't remember that, off the top of my head. I'll tell you what. He averaged eight rebounds and eight assists that series, and he had a 55-point game. But how many points did he average? Oh, I got it. I got it. Neff, you're a uh, bit off, oh. a little bit off. No, yeah, actually, you're uh, way off. Yeah, man, I couldn't, I couldn't believe I can't remember that. I'm pretty sure it's either the first or the second highest of all time in a, I, in, I in a NBA it, final. I think it's the second now. Uh, I yeah. think it's the second now. Yep. No, no, oh, bro. Higher. Right, Come on, wife, you should know all right, this. All right, keep, let, let's go ahead and go with the rigging. If they pull it up, I, I, I'll keep watching. Yeah. Um, so I remember now, how many? Uh, what was the average of Michael oh, Jordan in the 1993 finals? Mm-hmm. First come up it. with it, they get uh, they get a, one of the uh, PSN or Xbox card. Jeff is doing it with some uh, some integrity. I like that. <laughs> right, you can tell. Uh, go ahead, Bills. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm with B Fife on the the whole rigging thing i definitely think there is rigging in sports uh except hockey no doubt about it what is it except hockey except hockey yes um basketball i mean goodness one of the worst cases i've seen of it i think everybody brings this one up when they think there's some funny business going on is that game seven i want to say or game six uh with the lakers and the kings in 02 um, so, you know, it's, it's happened. I think there's no way to prove it. You can't concretely, you know, just say, yeah, they're, they're rigging, but I mean, there are signs of it in a lot of big games that have happened over the course of the years. I mean, the Falcons Patriots comeback was sketchy. Oh, uh, what about the, uh, the Ravens, uh, 49ers Super Bowl when the lights went out? I definitely think there was something going on. I'm going to be honest. I think the 2011 finals has some bullshit going on, too. Because you're not going to convince me that the best player in the world just forgets how to play basketball for six games after they went and cooked these dudes for the first two games. I, uh, I, that. 
I mean, like I said, there's, there's I a whole. I can believe it, but I could see where the rigging comes in. But I'm not yeah. 100. I believe. It. Oh, yeah, I just oh. Think. What What about this? What about this? As far as rigging that mm -hmm. had a long term effect. 9/11, then the Patriots yes. are starting to win Super Bowls. I can see it. I can yeah. see it. I can see. I can see that year. I don't know about after that. So well, kind of think about it. We're still kind of in that. We do rah rah for patriotism, so it only makes sense that the Patriots are winning in our number one sport. So. <sighs> I get it, but. I think that Super Bowl might have been the only one, and the Falcons won, where and, and, they seriously even, had a hand in it. And even this year, the two teams that are in the Super Bowl, their owners paid a million dollars to Trump to his inauguration. So that's interesting. But see, yeah, that's, but that's, that's tough, yeah. though, because yeah, the, NFL, the NFL is known not to like him. Yeah. I but I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not like the execs and Donald Trump are buddy buddy. I mean, I I I, I remember watching 06, that finals that the Miami Heat played the Mavericks the first time. Dwayne Wade took way more free throws than the Dallas Mavericks as a team. Yeah, that's another one. I I, I mean, the, the certain things. Uh, Kobe Bryant took like 20, 20 something free throws in that game seven against the Celtics that year. So it's like. I think rigging in general in sports is – I think they use it as mind control to a certain extent. I think they're worried about ratings. But the thing is, I think we would get a lot of different outcomes in some of these games if they didn't – do you think uh, – <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> All right, um, but, um, what yeah. doing? Which one you want? You want to um PSN Xbox? Yeah, it's Twitter. I could put it. I can slide it in his DM, but he don't. He act like he don't have a Twitter no more. You gotta hit him up on uh probably PSN. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. PSN. Oh yeah, cause it's, I wasn't even thinking about that fight. Oh yeah, they did play the Suns. But y'all did get cooked that series, Sunday. Yeah. But um, nah. But yeah, in general, I think rigging. I mean, we would see a lot of different teams in the finals annually if, if you know, they didn't have some hand in it. If the league didn't have some hand. I mean, you can even watch a uh an early playoff game where you can see the refs getting two fouls on a superstar, and you're just like, oh, here we go. Or or the team that is not supposed to get out to that ten point lead gets out to that ten point lead and they start slowing the game down, calling touch oh. foul. You know, it's yeah. just so, so they get they, they so called timeouts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Golden State Golden State's had it happen a bunch of times uh, against Cleveland, and Golden State's had it happen in their favor against other teams. But so I mean, now, let, let's talk about that real quick before we yeah. jump over to um some some. Uh, I guess we'll talk about AAF first before we finish with game. Yeah. Um, the NBA, for for instance, and I mean mm -hmm. the NFL, you have your you have your situations with the NFL, uh -huh. but the NBA, for instance, the way they try to get players to score, it's mm -hmm. almost blatant how you think how the NFL. I'm not gonna say rigged, but the way they set up the NBA right now, to it looks like it like 
he fights at, like theater or soap opera, or mm-hmm. they have it set up to where it just don't even feel real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't feel like they're actually playing on the court. They just feel like, okay, they want to see this and this happen. So there's a way it's going to happen. And when it do happen, you're sitting there in the back of your chair, like, all right, here we go. Or you have that, or you have that uh that Jason Terry gift that I like to use. You know, you just oh, yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm it. saying? You just be looking like, you know what? That that's some bullshit. You, you know can predict mean? pretty accurately how the officials are going to call a playoff game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right, and then right. and then you know it's funny. There was one series, and me and me and DJ talked about this the entire series because it was the Celtics versus the Wizards. That was it's last year in Boston, uh-huh. and it was crazy because one day we were on PSN. And I was like, DJ, you you noticed that Bradley Beal and John Wall and it are getting no calls on the road, like none. Yep, right. it's not a mistake. Right. It's not a mistake. I mean, they call it home cooking, but home cooking is rigging. You're right. It's a form of rigging. Yeah. It's like, like, come on. It's like home. But see, the thing is, also the alignment of certain leagues makes you think, like the way free agency goes down. Like, I'm sorry. I'm a huge LeBron fan. But let's be honest. Why did no superstar come to challenge this man in the East during his reign turn? That's true. That's true. Like the only, like honestly, like the closest one that tried was Derrick Rose. Yeah, he was like the closest. And he one was tried. drafted there, right? So it's not even like Kevin Durant said, "You know what? I'm just gonna." Uh, Jordan, I uh, looked it up. I appreciate you looked it up, man. That was the only way he was gonna figure it out. I don't remember these questions are not not necessarily not necessarily about what you know, it's what yeah, you it's find like, out. Oh, I mean, it's all about interaction. I mean, look, you let I me mean, you know, somebody else, all right, then we'll find somebody else to give it to. It's not a problem. And why I said if a lower seated road team wins game one, the officials are going to aid the game two ball as well. Yeah, I mean yeah, like aimless yeah. and first-person shooters. It's, man, that's exactly what it's like, dude. I, I mean, okay, I let me give y'all another example. I think, I, guess I think the NBA is like notorious for. I ain't gonna say necessarily rigging, but they're notorious for shaping up certain things. I, I do Bro, that. I do look at that. look at for example that game six that James Harden only took two shots in the second half. Right. Right, all of a sudden he's like he got ghosts. Like Steve and people are like, oh, he just had a bad game. No, he took two shots. This man is averaging thirty something shots per game right now, and he took two shots. Two. Right, I agree. And, and not only that, he like he didn't show up like defensively either. Uh, speaking of Lonzo, uh, speaking of NBA, is Lonzo Ball? No, I don't know. No. no. At first, I was like, you know what? I think he was drafted too high, but I think he, I think he came about. I think I don't think he's as good as advertised, but not not so much how he's looked at now. But I don't think coming out of college, he was as good as people made him out to be. But to call him a but, nah, he's 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 actually really good. He's turning into one of the better perimeter uh, players in the league. He's um or defenders, I should say. He's getting his jump shot in order. He's shooting about thirty six percent. Yeah, Lavar can go. Yeah, he go. Uh, yeah. But you know what? Speaking of Lonzo Ball, you know somebody who turned around and done very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid for the Nets, D'Angelo. Oh, uh, the snitch. 
Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, been, I knew he's that was coming. <laughs> I, I, I understand what you're saying, but if you're yeah, no, nah, he's no, nah, he's he's pretty good. Man, he he's done very good for himself this year. He might be an all star this year. He like, might sneak in. Yeah, he definitely turned this. He turned his career around, in my opinion. I think he just has some growing up to do. And I think yeah. he's doing very well right now. I, Man, I, I, imagine I, him on his team now right? on the Lakers now. He's 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 definitely developed, but he always had the talent. He just he uh you had know, to grow up, man. He just had to grow stupid. Up. You know, I think Brandon Ingram is kind of the same way right now. It's like you're kind of waiting for him to take that next step, and he's I don't know, he seems a bit immature. Just like for example, that fight that he had with James Harden didn't need to happen. Right. That was just stupid. Um, you know, but that that's the job of players like LeBron and players like Rondo and Tyson Chandler to kind of you know, get in their ear and say, look, dude, you got all the talent in the world. You need to hone your craft. So yeah, I, I agree with that. So um the AAF, there's a league, it's a football league that's about to come about. It's gonna start uh a week after the Super Bowl. Um we talked about this on the podcast a while back and um I'm not gonna get into all the details of what you know what transpires in that league. And I mean, they have some pretty decent names there for the most part. A couple of lower tier guys who just didn't make it in the NFL or they just didn't get drafted. Uh, my, I, I want to keep it short. Um, what do you guys, what are your expectations of this league? Do you think we'll get some quality football or you think it's going to be some, you know, low, lower tier drop in the bucket, you know, third tier type football? I mean, what, what, what do you guys think? I think that it's, there's going to be growing pains, obviously. It's a new league. Right. Um, but honestly, it would be more interesting to see what's going to happen once the XFL kicks off, too, because they're both uh, the XFL is actually looking to get on Fox or ESPN. So both of these leagues are going to be on primetime channels. It seems yeah. like those two are the leagues that are going to, kind of compete head up against each other rather than either league with the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're actually trying to get in the NFL league um, stratosphere. Um, I think they can do very, very well because they, they have a good group of players and former players, but it, it, it just it just depends on how well the quality is going to be. If you got a bunch of quarterbacks just throwing a bunch of incomplete passes, just, just some sloppy football, it's just not going to make it, but I think with what they got, I think they're going to be able to do something. Uh, Enough what, that AAF will be under two years. Then uh, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. No, because the XFL think, died off for a different reason. Yeah, XFL died off for being stupid. Yeah, it was just so, stupid shit that they put in their league, uh, and they tried to make it into wrestling towards the end and do all these storylines and cutaways to backstage and shit, and and it ruined the league. It wasn't I about mean, football. I mean, you got people that are. That have been in the NFL. You have people who have basically lived their and players and, and personnel and some executives that's been in NFL offices and known about football their entire life. So I feel that this could, I, I'll give it at the minimum. If it's going to die off, I'll give it at least five years if it dies off. But I, I, agree. Think, I think they have, they have the people, the personnel. And the pedigree to actually be around for a while. I don't. I don't think there's nothing. I don't think there's anything like how the XFL was. Nah, DJ. Yeah, I honestly, to me, when that league starts up, I'm gonna t- take a peek at it. I'm like, 
I don't like to tune into football all year long. Like it, mm-hmm. it starts going into that for me. And I already start tuning out of football when it comes to after the Super Bowl. And it's almost like, do I really want to watch it out the, for, for the fact that it's new? I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the XFL would be more or less. Uh, do I really want to? Because I watched it. I gave it its chance when it initially came out. Right. So it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's going to survive. There's a lot of money backing it. I, right. I don't think the XFL the first time. There was money. There was there. I don't think there was a lot of money thrown in that direction. They just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the problem with. I mean, not, not the problem. I think this is what makes the AAF different. When you have people who are coaching these teams, like Mike Mark, so you got Michael Vick as an offensive coordinator. Like you got legit people coaching yeah, in the AAF yeah, versus XFL. You got guys so. who can literally go back in the NFL and be coordinators or coaches. But they decided to run this league. I mean, well, more importantly, you have those folks running the actual league. Right. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's not, they're not just coaches of the team, or they're not just running the team. Some of them are actually running the actual league itself. So it's like I think that with the, the guys that are running it, I think that's what's going to keep it afloat. It's not like mm-hmm. a Vince McMahon situation where he's running everything. Mm-hmm. He he has no idea how to run a league. He's just trying to put wrestling on the football field. So yeah. I think I think there's some life to it. Now I, I'm going to like like DJ. I'm going to check it out. I, I can't say I'm not a big fan of watching football year round because I let's be honest, we really all of us at our age we never really had the chance to witness football year round. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was USFL, but we were young, and you know any other time when football was a year round, there's a bunch of reruns of other stuff or. It was the arena league, and I just like you know the thing I just look at is that there's other things going on. It's just like when I see people playing Madden all year long, and it's just like there's all these other good games, and you see people complaining and hanging on to Madden or any other football games. I'm like, you got all these other games in this category that. that they could be paying attention to, and just like with sports, I'm like, yeah, baseball would just be kicking off. Spring training's coming up. You got um, the WNBA by the summertime. Uh, MLS kicks off. Wait a minute, wait a minute, it's a whole minute. lot of you stuff. Said, there. You, said the, you said the WNBA? Yes, I said the oh, here WNBA. We go. Here you, we go. you don't even know who's on your team if you have one in the WNBA. That's, I, know yeah, they, they, I think they do. That, that's an Atlanta team, but I, I don't care about them. Obviously, you don't care about the soccer team until they win like something. I, I, I put it like this, DJ. I would care about the soccer team before I care about the WNBA team. And that's not me being sexy. I know that the, wow. the soccer team has more quality. But, uh, but the, the moment, the but you're able to, but you're okay with the Falcons, even though there is a a, a Legends League equivalent hey. Atlanta team hey. that's full of females. So hey, you're watching them too. At least, the Falcons are out At least the Falcons are selling out their stadium. The Falcons selling out what stadium? Falcons selling out their stadium. Oh, they're not. Hey, they're getting more fans than WNBA. Okay, I agree with that. WNBA <laughs> <laughs> selling tickets for, for $5 sitting in the front row. Don't worry. Don't worry, people. They're listening. DJ is all about the ladies. Try to uplift. Here we uh, go. These two bastards want to put down the ladies, but that's okay. Bills could uh, Bills could attest to this. 
the quality of the WNBA is not nowhere near to what the MLS is. It's not even close. And I don't even watch the MLS, and I know that. I so how would you know if you don't watch? We had this discussion before about you judging stuff that you don't even watch. You didn't watch tennis. You're talking about that people are... <laughs> We've had this discussion before, BF. We've had this discussion before. BF, I'll say this. I watch the WNBA a lot. The WNBA, those ladies have a lot of talent, but the reason I joke about their league is because the people who market their league suck. They don't market their league well, and I I make sure because they suck at marketing their league. And when you suck at marketing your league, you can't – Throw and cast stones from a goddamn glass house, and that glass house is showing your front row empty. Sorry, mm. I, I guess you're right about that. You're right about that. I just, I don't, I don't like. It's like I get what the players are trying to do, but you need to look at the higher ups in your league. I think you're on something though. Yeah, I did see that video of that girl yeah. catch that lob. Crazy. So, yeah, but she's I still hope. a rim grazer. I hope, Yo, I hope still a rim grazer. Easily, I hope some of these girls dunk on that dude that's in the league right now. I'm tired of seeing his ass. Wow, you talking about Brittany Griner, bro? Yes. Wow. No <laughs> Yo, oh, no. We're gonna get kicked off live forever on here, man. Oh. <laughs> DJ, we ain't never gonna be able to broadcast live on here. Yo, no, yo, no, NBA is horse-fed women, and when you have the WWE commercial without NBA players in it. <laughs> so just so y'all oh, know, wow. this will be the last night on YouTube for us, and we're going to have to <laughs> right over to Twitch after this because VF is going to get – oh, Jesus. The Me Too movement into this stream. Oh, this WNBA talk is making me want to play NBA. Don't play the WNBA mode. Yeah, you're oh. Just, oh, man. Don't play the WNBA don't. mode. Some scary shit don't play, in there. And don't play the street ball variety. Yeah, you get you know, they ball. all can dunk in there. <laughs> I remember people trying to tell me Brittany Griner could do those back scratching dunks. I'm like, find the highlights, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, man, see, hold up. The, the thing about the WNBA that I always like is that they – it's. You, it brings you back to the fundamentals of yes. basketball, and it's yeah. like it's pure basketball positioning. Like, yeah, the, yeah, some women are able to dunk, mm-hmm. but you have you have your pure shooters. You have your ball rotation, spacing, all that is yeah. is the huge focus, and you see that in the sport versus you know in the NBA. True? You see it, but it's all about the flash, the behind the back pass, the dunks, and and the and the monstrous blocks, but. Yeah, you know. you know what I compare it to? Okay, college basketball doesn't have college basketball doesn't have nearly as many dunks, men's and mm. definitely you know women. But right. um, in college basketball, like you said, the fundamentals they're defending a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a lot more entertainment because half the time these teams are running zone, and it's kind of interesting to see how the offensive team is gonna break down that zone, as opposed to the NBA where you're having these. 110, uh, 105, and 137, uh, you know what I'm saying? 148 to 143 type games. It's like nobody yeah, wants to play defense. Then, then somebody, somebody made it a point. They sat there and said they don't like today's NBA because nobody either 
wants to play defense or even knows how to play defense. And it's not even just individual defense, but team defense. But that's like, the thing. Nobody, nobody, nobody is about that life on defense. I can, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But I think these dudes come in the league knowing how to defend and just aren't allowed, especially with the James Harden situation. James Harden is on, like, a different level. Jordan line. without the defense. He's Jordan without the skill. There you go. Yeah, that too, because that back that that drop step is a or step back is traveling. You force Jordan one. left. Yeah. Jordan's finishing with his left. You force Jordan um, James Harden right. We still don't see what happens because nobody's done it. Yeah. <laughs> Why is people have people not figured out force James Harden right? And don't reach when he brings the ball low. Yeah, right. There, there are few players in the league that have figured it out. You know what happens to them? They get two early foul calls. They go and sit down on the bench, and some bum comes in to replace them, and gets it. And James Harden gets it going. To to like said, uh, college basketball guys aren't good at creating their own shots. They have to play within a system more. In college basketball, you get five minute drops where yeah, and that's because you got a lot of guys who will never touch an NBA court. Right, exactly. but that adds drama to watching a college game. It's like it's just like watching soccer. My favorite time of the year is March Madness because mm-hmm. what you see is you see this big time talented team go up against some kids who have no business on the same floor, and then all of a sudden, that team that is so big and bad finds out that a zone isn't as easy to break down as they think it is, and you know. Perhaps Zion Williamson can't be Zion Williamson the way he is against these teams that play man. And then things get interesting. Because once you get it to like a 65 to 60 game, that's playing into the hands of the less talented school. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Yeah. college basketball is – I think we need to get back to more teams having the powerhouse schools like we used to because now it's like Like all the kids go to one day at school. You got a lot of talent just spread out now. Well, no, and then other times they just go to the same school. Like, literally yeah. all three of them will go. Like, this year, all three of them went to Duke, which I'm a Duke fan, so I was yeah, happy about you know, it. But at the same you know, time. It wasn't, it wasn't always like that. Like, no, definitely not. Like, six, five, six years ago. At one yeah. point, you had it spread out where you had butlers of the world and all that other stuff. I think yeah. now it's, it's kind of going back to where it used to be. I wouldn't be surprised if you have, like, you know, a couple more teams do the same thing that Duke is doing. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely see that. And the thing is, Coach K doesn't really like the one and duns, but at this he point, to that, though. he had to learn that yeah. because he didn't like that until you know a couple other teams started winning championships and kicking his butt. God, like Calipari, one of the most overrated coaches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you see why he's scared to come to the pros, right? <sighs> he came to the pros. We saw what happened. Don't blame it on Derek Coleman getting injured either. Right. Mm. Anyway, let's talk about some games real quick. Uh, um, before Yay. we do that, we still have a PSN card to give away. We have an Xbox card to give away. Um, what, what are we gonna do about that? I have a question for the damn uh, man. Well, I'll let oh, you. I, I, I got a question. Yeah, I got All a right. question. I I had to look just to make sure. Um. Okay, here we go. So my question, and w- what card are we giving out for this one? It don't matter. Yeah, they get okay. to choose after they want to still got both. Oh, yeah, that is right. Okay, never mind. All right, so in Major League Baseball, World Series history, who leads? And I'm talking about just 
overall, who leads in home runs career total in the World Series? I think I know this one. Hold on. I'm going to text y'all and see if it's right. Say that a question again in case if they missed it. In World Series and Major League Baseball history, who has the most career home runs during a World Series? Most career home runs. Am I right? Oh, where's your. Yeah, I put it in the uh, hangout. Nope. Okay. I don't know then. Well, anybody? Mike, he's up there. But yeah, I know he's up there, but uh, man, I don't know. I know. Not many baseball fans in here. All I know is that if no one answers it, this card's coming to me. <laughs> nope, it's not Barry Bonds. He was only in one World Series, I think. <laughs> he was lucky to even get there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me check something. Hold up. NYKIA. You got it? Mickey Mantle. Yes. Mickey Mantle. He's a Mets fan. Come on. They got to be a Yankees fan in the chat somewhere. <laughs> well, already, yep, already NY- Kia don't have an Xbox. So. so PS4. Yep. <laughs> oh, the first person we can actually hit up on Twitter? How about that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> that is true. So look yep. at here. So Imakia right. wins, and also he has the open spot on the show if he wants to uh, come on in. <laughs> he always okay. well, I, got, I got a question for the Xbox card then. Oh, I got a question that. for the Xbox card. I don't know who has an Xbox in here. I don't know why you would at this point, but you know whatever. Right. All right, man. I'm still, I'm, I'm, still I'm still thinking about getting an X, man. You not not in all seriousness, you should you should. It's it's pretty good. That's you want a gift card and buy, Kia. I'm not wasting five hundred dollars on that thing. See, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get the price down, though, man. I'm trying to get a low. Yeah, like I need NBA Live to be free. Yo, I I you gotta come on it. Yo, that's actually a good idea. What's that? He gotta come on the show. Oh, he gotta come on the show. We will present it to him when he, once he arrives in the show. Yo, there you go. We gonna hold your card hostage. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? B five gets the Xbox card for that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just give him the Xbox card. He earned that. B five gets the Xbox card for that. He earned that. <laughs> oh, that's great. B5, I'm going to send it to you on uh, on Xbox. Oh, boy, that's great. Um, Oh, let's talk about these games. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but DJ, uh, Ace Combat, let me know what's up. All right, so I've been playing Ace Combat ever since it came out, I think sometime last week, and I'm enjoying it. I'm a long-time Ace Combat uh, fan, I've played it ever since the second one, I believe. I think I played the first one, but that was way back, like almost last. I think it was last gen when the first Ace Combat uh, Combat came out. So the graphics are beautiful. You have dog fights that take place. 
you go in the clouds, moisture builds up on the um, on the cockpit, on the canopy uh, door. Uh, the dog fights are like the movements are arcadey because you, they have to mix in the fact that um, your missiles do reload. I do like the gameplay in that aspect. Um, they always do replays after every mission, so you can actually watch your mission play out in different viewpoints. It's almost like you can run your own little highlights if you record as you watching the replay. Right. I have a few recorded that I'll probably may upload soon. The story is kind of left to be desired. I have obviously I haven't beaten the game, so this is more of an impressions than a review because you know what they say you can't review a game if you haven't beaten it yet so but i like i like uh ace combat 7 it's kind of reminded me of all the old planes that a lot of people don't even refer to these days like my favorite plane airplane all time was the f-14 tomcat so a lot of people watch, listening probably you know don't even know what that is b5 said his question is is it next gen though it looks. I know he's being funny. Um, that sounds like a getting term. <laughs> but it it looks better because here's the thing: if you get it, I think it comes with Ace Combat Five. You can actually do a side by side comparison. Oh really? Okay. And yeah, yeah, it's definitely next gen quality. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I can I can vouch for that. I've been on the fence about it, man. I might have to get it. Yeah, and plus it has a multiplayer aspect where it has like a free for all mode and it has like a four v four multiplayer. So that part, I've I did the free for all. That was kind of a convoluted, but I think the four v fours are are going to be good. So, what's the difference? You meant difference. That's what you meant to say. You said what's oh what's different from the last one? My fault. Um. <laughs> See, you trying to roast somebody in it, man. No, I I just saw it one way. Calm down. I wasn't trying to roast the man. I, there's other things you can roast them on. Oh, oh. like being a 49ers Oh, damn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 that was my first team before I decided to root for the home team. Oh, man. But, um. Or Suns. Oh, my God. Okay, so what's different from the last one? Um, I didn't play uh, Air Combat 6. I, I must have missed that one. And, and it obviously wasn't very popular if everyone else missed it too. Um, I know compared to the earlier ones, it's kind of like the same type of gameplay. I'm like, the gameplay is relatively the same as far as like the early Ace Combat combats. It's just a next-gen graphically enhanced um, you know, PS4. I, I don't know if it's available on Xbox. I haven't really checked that out, but it, it's a beautiful looking game, and the gameplay is, is is. I'm not gonna say it's flawless. I think it's it's good enough that at least wait until the price goes down. And plus, you're getting two games for one for sixty. So. Oh, real quick. Um, since I forgot to do this last week. Uh, we were gonna do the t um, today in sports history thing just real quick. I just knew you would like this, that's why I was bringing it up. Um, so today in sports history, 1943, Detroit Red Wings scored 
an NHL record eight goals in one period. Imagine seeing that today. Oh wow. Um damn. Eight that goals in nearly, a period. That nearly happened with it, at least within the last five years. I think somebody got seven, happened. right? I think I think it was, I, the prize I know was seven. Bro. Okay, B five facts me was is the campaign good? There's one mission in particular that it it is going to test your piloting skills or the art that at least their version of uh, piloting skills. Because when does play a factor, stall speed, and being able to use your controls to navigate through certain things. I'm not going to tell you because you haven't played it yet, so I'm not going to do spoiler alert on this one. But it's going to test you. They do factor in weather in these games. Like If you think about it, if you've played Drive Club and you've seen how the rain interacts with the windshield and stuff like that, that's what you're going to get in Ace Combat. If you... If you um, fly from the cockpit view, okay. I, I, like I said, I was interested, and in, I think I'm um, end up picking it up because I was I was wondering about that. Um, there's no doubt about getting Resident Evil Two. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I've been playing Resident Evil since the PS One days. I have, I still have all of I have one, two, and three on PS One. I can't tell you how many copies of PS uh, Resident Evil Four I have. I have the GameCube version. The PS2 version, the PS3 version, the PS4 version, the PC version. I'd, I've beaten all of those. Resident Evil 5, 6, and 7. Yeah, how about the sale? I'll say how many Res- like out of out of the let's I'm gonna ask this question. Out of the main Resident Evil games, like the main ones, not Revelations, not um Outbreak Daddy, or any of those. The Umbrella Chronicles. Yeah. So like basically one through Six. I, I kind of don't count seven because seven's kind of a reboot, and I'm starting to get that whole movie vibe with with seven. To me, a lot, of kinda... say, a lot of people say Resident Evil Seven feels like a Resident Evil game because of the jump scares, but that but the jump that's scares a part. Really... Of, yeah, that's a, it's a that's a part of Resident Evil. Resident Evil is basically the entire the it's the entire you know setting to me. It's not mm-hmm. just oh I'm scared, so it's Resident Evil. It's everything else behind that. Yeah. Before we before we go any further, let me answer B five. I wish you have to land. Not every mission you start off in the air. There, there's been a few that you start off, you take off. There's another where you land on the aircraft carrier. It's not a flight sim, so I'm like, and I played those back in the '80s, so it's it's not that. So that's something that you'll just have to deal with. I agree, Chris. Resident Evil 4 is the best one, but the thing about it is people are saying that RE4, I mean, RE2, the remake is better than 4, and that, that's hard for me to believe. Because I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sit here and say, yes, it looks like it, this remake is going to be better than 4. It's hard to see. I, I, I'm a big fan. I, like I said, I've beaten 4 on just about every platform. Did you play the demo? No, I don't. The I know, demo I don't, is I don't, available. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't I, I don't do demos anymore because I want to be surprised when I play the real game. I, 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 well, I, this I, one, like if you play the demo, there, there's stuff that changes from the to from the real game a little bit, but but the shooting, it's better than any Resident Evil game, um, you'll come across. Just the shooting alone, because of what you can do. 
Okay. I mean, I love. I I can go back and play Resident Evil Four and just play it like it's brand new. Like I've 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 got on like six different platforms and I I play that all day. Yeah, because I've I've let's see, because I've just to go over back to Resident Evils that we've played and beaten. The only one I have not, there are a couple that I haven't beaten. Now I'm talking about mainline. I ain't talking about the offshoot ones. Uh, I have not beaten Resident Evil 1, mm-hmm. nor have I beaten Resident Evil 4 or 6. How could you not? I have good? not played Resident good, Evil 4. Bro. So when you say 1, not the remake, you're talking about the PS4. No, the remake too. Both yeah, of them I have not like beaten. That. And I dare not go back to the original one. Yeah, I, I beat the original one way back in 98, 99. I, mm-hmm. I played that a long time ago, but the, I, I have not finished the remake. But everything else, that and every other one that's in the number order, I've, I've mm-hmm. and I even actually yeah, completed the real Resident Evil 3, which is uh, Cold Veronica, which you know, oh, yeah, I beat Cold Veronica as well. I forgot about that one. And that's a that's a classic, that's a good one. Cause that was that was the one that was on Dreamcast. Right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, what was it? But I remember from from my time playing the remake, the demo. It's yeah, I, I'm definitely. I, I feel like I definitely. I'm definitely gonna sit, be able to enjoy myself because I I I'm familiar with the story. A little tidbit about Resident Evil Two when I played it back in the '90s was that that was like before you could really record at a high quality a high level uh as people do now i remember having to hook up the vcr with the v8 blank vhs a certain way to be able to record i was able to record both the leon a story and the and the claire b story and then flip-flop i recorded all that and i could sit and watch the whole thing play out from both sides all in one sitting, and it was just like oh, so I, you, you I used to like stuff like that. Yeah, you did it old, old school. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I had the book that told me how to do it, so I would sit there and play around with it. It's it just the way you had to do the, the audio video. That's when you had like the cables, no capture cards, no nothing. This was VHS with editing included. So, yeah. So, Bills, what, what about you? You gonna jump on this RE2 or you wanna? Uh, I, I don't know. I've never been. I've never been into Resident Evil. I only played what? one of them, and it was the fifth one. I think I played the demo. I I just never got into it, so I I, I might. I don't know. I got the I got the platinum on uh Resident Evil Five, which I need to do it yeah, again. I remember beating yeah. Resident Evil Five. I need to do it again with PS4, but I mean, I, I've been a big Resident Evil fan since since the PS1. I, I, matter of fact, I remember playing it. The first time I played it was on the Saturn, which was you got to play that game with it. You, you got to play that game with the DualShock. I mean, the, without analog, that game is like horrible, and the Saturn controller is not made for games like that. So when it came to when I finally played it on PlayStation, it was it was a lot better. But um, yeah, I, I've been playing it since then, and. And I'm still trying to figure out to this day why the Resident Evil One for the Saturn goes over $170. It's some bullshit. So it's highway robbery. That game should be four dollars. Okay. But um, anyway, uh, anything else y'all gotta add? I mean, you still keep. Well, up. 
I do see some. Let's see. I know BF. I mean, B5 was saying I was hoping it was like old school NES Top Gun. To tell you the truth, Ace Combat, if you turn off the music and at the same time you're playing, put on your Spotify and play the Top Gun theme and use the F14 Tomcat, you pretty much get the same. You'll, you'll get a much better experience. Right. Guaranteed. You said Rezzy used to be turd on rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's Resident Evil, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I still haven't beat seven because seven just don't feel right. Man, I'm just excited for RE2, man. I, I just, oh, I, 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 I'm waiting to play this game. But, and you know what? One thing I do like about what Capcom has done, they actually made a really good remake. They didn't, this, this is not a cash grab like some other companies do. Capcom has done matter of fact, Capcom has done very well with I would say with the Resident Evil remakes than any other company that I know. I mean, you look at the first remake of the Resident Evil, um, Resident Evil One and like what they do on Resident Evil Two. I, I can imagine what Resident Evil Three is gonna be like. I mean, I, I, I can't wait till they do that. Then that'll just solidify the entire series on a up to date console. Um well, up-to-date console status so you don't never have to worry about going back to play you know those other resident evils and if they do three i would like to see them do cool veronica as well i think i think that'd be i'm cool. gonna i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell b5 just to go back and play f15 strike eagle 2 or f19 um, stealth fighter as far as sims as far as the ability to land and take off that was really intense doing those and you had to deal with limited um weapons so i would say that's more of a <laughs> intensity adder when I it comes to that. missions you know the likes give us our likes I, agree. I, don't, I don't like asking for likes but i mean come on anyway um i don't know man I think I'm end up getting Ace Combat eventually. Um, I think I'm gonna get it because I I, I heard nothing but good things, and then you said the same thing, DJ. I, I think I'm gonna do it. I've already got Art Resident Evil Two. It's already downloaded on my PS4. I'm, once that come about, I'm definitely gonna be on that. This was a bit of an under the radar announcement, but uh, Crash Team Racing remastered. Oh, that definitely. I gotta get that too. Gotcha. That's coming out in June, and then you got MK11, which looks amazing. Yes, that's another good one. Got to get that, too. But Crash Team Racing, that's my childhood right there, man. Yeah, Crash yeah. Bandicoot is fine. Crash Team Racing is – that's that's my that's my childhood. Yeah, I remember playing that. It, you know, you could make a case that that game is better than uh, – that game is better than uh, Mario Kart. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't anger the Nintendo people. They yeah, come after right. you. The I mean, Nintendo like both, Defense Force. That's <laughs> not supposed to drop anyway. What? Crashing Risen? Yeah, Crashing June. June, okay. I don't so, I don't sometime after E3, I believe. Yeah, I don't too much care for what they did with the um with the trilogy. It was okay. The graphics are great, but the gameplay just not up to the original. But it was okay. But I'm the first crazy. one, the first one was uh the first one was okay. Um, I enjoyed it. The second one was great graphically, but I think that might have suffered in gameplay a little bit. 
Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it doesn't. It didn't feel as smooth as the uh, yeah. the old ones. I mean, I played Crash Blast. I played a whole bunch of uh, yeah. crashes. So. Crash, man, we all grew up on Crash. That was that. That was one of the reasons why I really wanted a PlayStation when I first saw it. That and Gran Turismo. Those those two. Games. Oh yeah, Gran Turismo. I definitely was enjoying that. Yeah. Definitely the music. Yeah, but it definitely cool. went up. It definitely became funny when all of a sudden it was Hot Pursuit. Running oh, away from the police. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. yo. Yo, I still got the game right here on my PS1. Oh, man. When you had you had to get that car, um, the El Nino. Oh yeah. mm, bro, yeah, I'll never yeah. forget. I'll never forget um back when they used to have those demo discs on a PS1. Yeah, um, I had one from '99. It must have been the first Gran Turismo like ever. And I had that on the demo disc. I had a Tomb Raider game. I had NBA Shootout '99. Damn. Yeah. I mean, you're talking way back. So I, I just remember those demo discs. It was kind of crazy. One of the last ones I played, I think, was on a PS2. It had like the demo for the first Kill Zone. Wait, man, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm, I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm looking in the chat, and and spectacular Pooh is talking about I miss, I miss anything? Question mark. And then the next thing is like, I know I missed a lot. Thank God for tomorrow. I finally get my internet back. How are you able to chat right now? If uh, yeah, he on his bootleg phone, <laughs> yeah, on a hot spot. So Soldier Boy must be selling phones now. Soldier, oh, got- and the internet package. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me stop. But yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, you no, missed a lot. Missed yeah, you missed a lot. Man. On the road, though, yeah, you missed a good bit, man. Yeah, you did. Good bit. We weren't just sitting here twiddling our thumbs, bro. Oh, I mean, with that being said, you can always catch us on SoundCloud or iTunes. We're there. You can just download it. Oh, God. <laughs> what did VF go? Hold on. We'll yeah, Can I get a top five all time? No, that's hmm. Nah, I can't, I can't do that. Favorite, Wait maybe. A hold up, hold up, hold up. I was actually thinking about this. I can't do it. I can't. I was actually thinking about this. Damn. I um, would say my I, honestly, I would say my favorite game of all time. I, I can't do it. I got my favorite game of all time is GTA Four. I would say. Hesitation. I'll probably say okay. San Andreas might be, could be. Okay. Um. Okay. Hold up. I would I say for me. I can tell you enough, Bill. San Andreas is legendary, yo. Yeah, I, I know, oh, bro. Man. I know you. I know. Uh, what do you think, DJ? I was. Okay. I think I can get my five. Hold on. Um. Top five or favorite? Well, it's top. Well, these are these have to be personal favorites. This can't be like. Because he's saying, no can I get top five? I think he means like. It has to be personal top five. It, it can't no, no, but I'm saying not favorites, game. like your favorite game to play, but he, I think he means top five, like greatest. I think. What? That's what I'm seeing right now. There's no way. No that's one what, can name what, the top five. I think I would rather I'm naming my personal five. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. So Resident Evil 2, like I was saying before. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I knew B5 was talking about personally. Yeah, you should have said it. I did say it. Well, no, I could tell you. I said he should have said it. I was going to sit here and, 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 and rattle off factually what the top five best games are, are ever. Like That's not going to happen. Oops. But anyway, okay. Like so Oops. Resident Evil 2, 
number one. Number two, I would have to say Paperboy because of the sheer hilarity in that game. Yo, Paperboy was legendary, yo. <laughs> I know, right? Um, number three, Virtual Fighter 5. See. Five, not two? No, five. Or oh, what? Is it Virtual Fighter 2? No, I'm oh, just saying. I thought it was five. five. No, five is yours, but I'm just saying five, not. Oh, no, no, five. Two. I definitely like five because I will always use the monk. Well, um, five got five got underrated graphics. That game is beautiful. Right. That, game is, that game still looks good to this day. I will admit the three that. so far. Uh, the Adventures of Link, the Zelda 2. I was deep so you, in you're Zelda talking about the one who, the, the one when he walks through the town? The second yeah. one? Yeah, the second one. Ooh. And number five, elevator action. That game is that game is really good on the Saturn. I don't. I, I, can't, just, I can't come up with. I can't come up with a top five, man. I just can't. It's just too many good games. I think I might be able to. I might. I think I might be. Able yeah, because I look at it. I just look at the fact that I just had pure fun out of all these games. I'm like. The, the games that I see that Pooh put out, I'm like, they were probably better games, but I'm mean, like, you're talking about, I was like, if you think about enjoying it, these games. But, but Pooh is showing his age, boy, he's a 3D gamer. Jesus Christ. So I oh, think and that, and he's the God, Eagles he fan. So he it's just one of those things. Yeah, he just showed his age with that one, though. So when I think of, when I think of my top five favorites, it's going to be a mixed bag because these are all memories that I draw from just based on gaming. Uh, that's how I judge. I mean, if I remember myself playing a game really like just a lot, um, I'll tell you one. So there was a tennis game on the original Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I that's one of my favorites. I sat and played that game all day as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, obviously GTA Four. I said that. Mm-hmm. Um. I would say Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one. That was my amazing. first introduction. That game is amazing. I agree. That game is amazing. Yeah, that was my first introduction to shooters as a kid. Um, so that's three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he is tripping you. I'm sorry. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. If there was a Carl Malone level four game, it would be Madden 11. Oh. oh. How about that? <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, um, uh, I think it was called Warzone on the PS One, the game with Austin on the cover. Oh yeah, that was oh that was hilarious. That, that yeah, one, that that, that's, that's four, and five would probably be. I've logged a lot of hours of Marvel versus Capcom Three. Ooh, that's you like the what? last you know what? Since game I- they put out. That's another good one. That's, let me tell you, since y'all are doing y'all, I'm gonna do mine. I'm gonna do mine. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think I, it's so many games I like, but since y'all want to say games that was like memorable that you had the most yeah. fun with, I'm gonna tell you like um, from the NES, easily Mario Three. That's one. Okay. Mm, that game. Is yeah, a that was a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'll go jump the Super Nintendo. No, I'm sorry. I'll jump the Sega Genesis. The first Joe Montana football. Mm. That one was good. Um, let's see. I'm gonna jump over to but the PlayStation was okay, Saturn was all right, but um, I'll say 
Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the Super NES. Mm -hmm. That's number three. Number four, easily San Andreas. When okay. I first played that game, that, that game was the game. And for a modern game, the game that really had me thinking that I was having so much fun, I couldn't put it down. I would say Modern Warfare, the first one, because that game, I'm going to tell you, I tell my wife about this all the time. I literally called out of work two days in a row to complete that game. When that damn, game damn. damn. Yeah, when I, I, I first got I first got it when I had my 360 and I bought that game. That game was so good. I called out of work for two days to, mm. to keep playing. Like, I, I think sick to, to play like, it was that good. But it was more that was more of a, a that was more of me just immersed in the in the first person shooter. But so, the game that actually did it was Uncharted 2. That those are probably like Five for me. So I'll tell you. So I'll tell you. I'm gonna swap one out. So Marvel vs. Capcom. I did log a lot of hours in there, but I can't leave Madden 04 out. Yeah. Madden 04 okay. was amazing. And, well, and the other one talking. I'm gonna have just for honorable mentions: NBA 2K3. As a kid, I played that game to death. My cousin okay. played 2K2 to death on Dreamcast. He loved that game. I'm gonna um, swap out my, the, the last one I picked. Um, and see, even when, I think and the even last one I picked was Elevator Action, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna swap that out for Bad Company Two. Ooh, yeah, that was a good one too. That was my I'm first like, introduction was, to the Battlefield series. That was my first introduction. Well, actually, no, it wasn't my first. My first, uh, better introduction to the Battlefield series because I remember I played Battlefield Two, and that was when you could switch and hop from vehicle to infantry and stuff like that. It was mm -hmm. really convoluted and just bad. But jumping on to, I remember playing the demo originally of Bad Company 2, and it was the only game at the time where you couldn't go prone. You could either kneel or stand, and you could always snipe from, like, the near building because the main mode was Rush, which is a missing mode in the Battlefield series right now. I know they temporarily brought it back for Battlefield 1. Right. Oh, Battlefield 5, my fault. Um, but, yeah. Of like that. Wait that a minute. Game. Hold on. No, 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 Hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off. B5, don't you dare talk about us swapping games out. You picked a whole series and said, Yeah, that's my favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the king of that's the king of cop outs. Come on, bro. I just picked five, but there are so many other games. I mean, yeah. I can talk, I can NCAA 06. NCAA 06, NCAA um 08. Um the game I talk to y'all about all the time, Giga Wing. Um, yeah, shit. yeah, I know. That's you know, it's so many games that I have, I can't like really say. You know, NFL 2K5. I mean, we could go back the first Tomb Raider, Metal Gear Solid One. Oh, you I know? got a question, DJ. Would you put um, what's that space game that you play that I played too? Uh, no Man's Sky. The the last one the last one that came out that you said finally got everything that it needed yeah, in the game no after yeah no man's sky would you put that on your list? It would get an honorable mention. Yeah okay. I'm All like right. I still play it, so it it does it definitely is sitting on that outside like it definitely is behind elevator action. So oh, I would I probably be like seven. I forgot one driver one and driver two. Oh, those are good too. Ooh. Yeah, those are good too. To Man. this day, I'm mad I don't have footage from the because you could record and make your own chase film, yep. right? And I yep. did one, 
And it was so badass, and I'm mad because I don't have it anymore. Anybody who wants to be immersed into a game, go and play Driver 1 and try to pass that driving test to get oh, yeah. out of that damn parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> then you have, what, San Francisco to choose from, and uh, was San Francisco the second one? No, San Francisco was the first one because I think the yeah, second one's Miami. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. And then the third yeah, but board, San Francisco has always been right. like the, but San Francisco has always been like the backdrop for yeah. like historic yeah. car mm-hmm. chases. Yeah. So yeah. and those those games are fun, man. Yeah. Oh, right, anything those, else y'all got before we close it? Because I'm, I'm nah, it wasn't sure. stuntman yeah. B five. It was driver. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, it's driver. NBA Street Volume Two is another one. Yeah, those are obviously those. NFL Two K Five. Madden 07, I wasn't too keen no, on Madden 07. I ain't too much. NCAA 07, yes. Madden 07, no. Yeah. Um, I like Road Rash. Road Rash? I'm not playing that on the MVP side. Baseball 05, Neff, was amazing. Yeah, MVP Baseball 05 was good. It, another one, um, uh, um, NHL, not NHL, but um, MLB. Street, yeah. That game sucked. Yo, uh, uh, All Star Baseball 04. All Star Baseball 04 was a good one. I'm not uh, sure which one of the MVP baseball had the uh, when they would have the little fictitious commercials, and they had that one. It was like, It's not chicken, it's not pork, it's chork. They have all these little bits that would pop up in the middle of the game. Want to cover that one, I think. Oh, those commercials were hilarious that they were interrupt with. It wasn't, I'll tell you. It wasn't oh, it wasn't the Pools one? And he's on 05. NHL 2K5 was amazing, yes. NHL 2K5 yeah. is arguably the greatest hockey game still. That game is great. Um, There's another one I was thinking of. Uh, Freaking. Oh, the first MLB to show. Yeah. 09, I think. What was mm-hmm. the one with uh, Ryan Howard on the cover? 09 was the first one, I think. No, the one with Ryan Howard on the cover was a really good one. NBA 2K7 was good, very good. Oh, on, on the Xbox 360, I can still play this game, that game to this day. Yeah, that game is still good. College Hoops 2K8, nobody mentioned it. That's another good one. Yep. College Hoops 2K7 wasn't bad. No, um, but it wasn't. It doesn't measure up to a. I know, one, one basketball game was terrible. NBA NBA 2K9. That game is horrible. Oh, you know what? Bro, let me you tell know, you something. You NBA know, 2K9 and NBA 2K12 are, or I should say, NBA 2K9 and NBA 2K8 are competing for the two worst basketball games mm-hmm. of that series. Yeah, that. that oh you know what, else, what other game I forgot to mention? Mm-hmm. WWF No Mercy. See, I didn't play that one, so I wasn't going to bring it up. Probably the greatest wrestling game hey, you know, any ever. Any wrestling game on the N64 was the best. Those are great. Like WrestleMania Arcade in your house? No, I'm talking about the ones, the ones after oh, that. Oh, okay. those, the other ones, those ones I was on PlayStation and Saturn, but the arcade, mm-hmm. those are great. great. Dude, what is the most the underrated game you, you have ever played? Your controller. That's hardcore. I mean, good with those wrestling games. I mean, I, I consider Madden 04 underrated. Yeah. People people everybody skip right to 05. Everybody, you know talk about, everybody talk about Michael Vick in that game, but they don't realize that that game as a whole was really good. It was amazing. It was amazing. Everybody skips to 05, which is fine. That's when the hit stick was introduced. But, man, 
Oh four was really good. Chronicles of Relic is really good on the original Xbox. And I agree. That's another that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, but the most underrated game that I've played. I can't I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, Ooh, goodness. I'll tell you the worst game I've ever played, Driver San Francisco. They can get that shit out of here. <laughs> what is the best WWE game to you? Oh, it's simply um WWF um WrestleMania two thousand. What? Yeah, for me, it was was that on the Dreamcast? No, no, that was on Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that controller, the N sixty four controller, was perfect for wrestling game. I can't say no mercy because I didn't play no mercy. So B five, I would say honestly, this year's two K nineteen because I can't. There's no other one other than no mercy that I could go back in time and say yeah, that one was better than this year. This year is pretty good. Most underrated game I've played. Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3 sucked. Mm. Yeah. That game was gar. I returned that game three hours after buying it. I played it. I beat it, it one time. That game was ass. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, Modern Warfare 2, do you think it was bad because 2 was so good? Because 2 was No, good. I think 3 was bad because the hit detection and the, and the glitching and the just everything was horrible day one. But me, I wasn't used to getting games day one because that's not how this household worked when I was little. So I wasn't used to the servers being all crappy. So that might be another reason why I turned it in so quick. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't too thrilled about it myself. I mean, I, I love playing Modern Warfare 2. I thought that was, that was one of my favorite games. MW2, man. I, man, that game. They're talking about reach somebody in the, the dollars fly out. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yo, VF, I'm seeing this that that, 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 that meme oh, or whatever. I think I put on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that, that is hilarious. That's funny. That's why I'm trying to think before we go the most uh, the underrated game I've played. A lot of people don't talk about how good Uncharted 4 was. They just kind of beat oh, it and left it alone. Yeah, Uncharted 4 was that was good, but that I can't say it was under the most underrated one I played. Oh man, I can't think of one because all the games I played was actually I, I could I guess you could say a guilty pleasure of mine, a game that I played that a lot of people did not care for was um this goes way back um to my Super Nintendo days. I played Super Adventure Island. On the Super Nintendo, not many people talk about that one because everybody talk about the other ones, but the Super Nintendo one that nobody talks about. And I thought it was very good. I got one that we, uh, uh, us two, would probably consider. Um, uh, me and UVF would probably consider most underrated, just because it's rated under other games it shouldn't be. Battlefield, Battlefield Four, yeah, should be considered the greatest shooter of all time, in my opinion, based on you know the the total package. The total package. Y'all could talk about uh y'all could talk about microtransactions all you want. That was mm -hmm. the best microtransactions I ever played for. Ever. Every uh, that whole season pass and everything, all the maps and guns. Every DLC was good. I've never seen it in my life. Yeah, I've never seen a game that had every DLC it was actually There's at least once one that would be trash, not one. All of them. <laughs> it's crazy. Everything would be a four was great. I I I paid premium over three platforms that don't regret it. And the reason, it, oh, you know what? Crisis 3, Neff. Yeah, that's an underrated game. I agree. Crisis 3. 
I got on a crisis train a bit too late because people stopped playing it around the time I bought it because I guess they got tired of the cloaking or whatever. Another underrated game nobody really talks about, and I, I doubt if y'all even really play it, is Tekken Cross Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. It's another I've never played it before. Nobody that's another. I have one. I think Tekken Cross Street Fighter, like it has, it suffers from the same thing that Street Fighter Five does. Mm -hmm. It's a really good fighting game, but the mechanics is just like, or not the mechanics, but the game itself. Nobody looks at because mm -hmm. it is. But the, once you play it, and the fighting of it is great. Very What's yours, DJ? Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely have one. It's uh, City Skylines on PC. Yeah, I can't speak on it on PC, but I know it's slept on on the consoles because you convinced me to get it. So, yeah, I thought yeah. about it over and over again. I, I, I still haven't picked it up. I this just don't true. like the user interface on uh, on the yeah, consoles I don't, I don't like over PC. Yeah, you're better off like if whenever you build your PC or get a yeah, PC, get it, on, get it on PC yeah. so you can really yeah. get into it and also take advantage of the mods. But isn't it built for PC? Those games are built for PC anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're built for PC. You know, VF, I remember you saying this, and I agree with you in retrospect. Uh, Madden 10. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Battlefield 1. I'm not doing it. Go ahead, Bills. I'm not doing uh, it. <laughs> um, I remember you saying Madden 10 not so long ago. People crap on that game. Madden 10 really was actually a pretty good game. That's what I was trying to tell people. Look, listen. When you got Jeros actually agreeing with you, there's something there. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That game has a, had a lot of potential than Madden 11. You said what? Who defends Battlefield Hardline? Hold up. Well, to tell you the truth, Battlefield Hardline outsold uh, Battlefield you know, I'm 5. I'm going to tell you right now. Apparently, Battlefield, so. <laughs> Battlefield Hardline has a, it has a great campaign. There's, there's, not, no, there's no denying that. Now, the multiplayer could have been better. But at the flip side of that, me and Bills had a great time that one time we played on it, though. Yeah, because we were stealing cars. And <laughs> <laughs> we were doing stuff that wasn't even really, you know, typical Battlefield stuff. But yeah, we never, I, we never defended I, the game. All, all I know, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. All I know is that that first, that first mission, that first chase scene in Hardline is harder than any other intro yes. to Battlefield I have ever seen. Yes. So I. And you know yes. another thing to that? If that game was not called Battlefield, it probably would have done better. Yep. Because it's not a bad game. It's just you can't follow up Battlefield Four with that. Right. Exactly. You can follow up Battlefield, Battlefield Warfare. That's what it felt like to you me. Follow up Battlefield Ones. For me, it felt like it, for me, it felt like Battlefield Vice. That's what it felt like. Vice. It, like, like, it was like Battlefield meets Miami Vice. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like you're playing yeah. multiplayer and you're running around. Instead of stabbing people and hitting people with billy clubs, you're arresting people. I've like, never played in a bad a bad map like a, centered around a house until I played Battlefield Hardline. Yeah, it was terrible. Mm. That How game, do you make a house map, a residential map, garbage? Man, that game was just built for riding around on cars with RPGs blowing people up. Do you remember Man. how bad the spawn spots were? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I swear, was yeah. You being killed or somebody else was getting killed by you because they kept spawning right no, It was me, and I rage quit, and I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. Not only, and, yeah, because not only you spawn in front of them, you spawn in front of them with your back turned. 
It was like, you know, it was like it was the map with the um like kind of like the West Coast style map. It was the it was the map where it was like half beach, half island, but you still had you oh, that map, map was awful too. Yeah. <laughs> that map was awful. But not nah, the one they had like in the little Compton area. I hated that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh one where you had to go from warehouse to warehouse. Oh my those god! In the middle of the city, that was it. Those, those map, th- th- those games. I mean, those maps. Oh god, it was terrible. Battlefield Three is pretty good once they got their little hit detection thing figured out. Because I remember that little uh, hit detection delay where you kept shooting somebody and they died like five seconds ago. Yeah, that was an I, issue. I, I think Battlefield Three just felt more grittier than Four, though. Yes. Yes. I, wish they, I wish they bought that into Battlefield 4 if I had any any gripe about it. Shotguns were crazy OP on that game, though. No, Battlefield 3, with the, the shotguns are horrible. Insane on that game. Yeah. And the U36C was nasty on that game. Too. And, the, and, the, and the flashlight was terrible, too. You were oh, really man. But you know what? Right? But you know what? When people use the flashlight, it was just like a signal. Like, oh, there you are. I killed yeah, you. Yeah, but DJ, that thing would blind the hell out of you, man. Yeah, just shoot in that direction. You kill them because it's right there at their head. <laughs> That's what I would do every single yeah. time. I wouldn't give it time to blind me. I like it, though. I don't like that they nerfed it. I kind of liked it like that. That's how it would kind of be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, people use it at front at, at first. It was like people had a super advantage at first. It was terrible. I want to say ahead of his time, Pooh, because honestly, Call of Duty Modern Warfare have game, uh, had gunplay that was equal to that. The first one in the I, I put it like this: Battle. I mean, Call of Duty Two, um, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare One and Two were very good as far yeah. as the, the gunplay. Then it didn't really come back until. I will say Black Ops 2, but they had to patch that game to death. Black Ops 2 had a hip detection problem, too. When it first oh, yeah. All the way until the end of the... Oh, God. And don't even bring it up. Uh, Ghost, Ghost was one of the worst shooters I've played. Oh, God. Somebody just put out a video saying that um, Ghost was slept on. Yeah, okay. It should be. I, I saw it in my recommendations. I don't I'll take more sleeping pills so I can sleep on it. It's just garbage. Uh, anything, anything else y'all want to add? Man, I'm ready to close it out. So we got the two hours. Yeah. I'm good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much good. I know I didn't say this in the beginning, but you can catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, if you caught Mr. Livestream and uh, don't want to use your data, trying to listen to us on YouTube, you can always go over there. Giveaways, I'm getting to the point with that as well. We'll probably try to do that every episode. I like it. I wish it would be more interactive. But Hold gonna... on. Folks don't got unlimited data by now? No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, remember, Pooh's sharing the hot spots. So. <laughs> Not even. He's on his neighbor's Wi-Fi. Oh, smooch in Thief. We won't go to close it out from here. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, B5. I would love to go three hours. I got, I got. No, something. three hours is the death of anything. Wrestling, podcast, everything. <laughs> if, it for, if it goes longer than two hours, it's dying. So we're not going three hours. Yeah, I'm right. putting a kibosh to that right now. Yeah, I got a couple things to take care of downstairs. And all. Uh, yeah, VF got a son. Right. Three hours. I appreciate y'all to come through and anybody else who's listened to us after the live stream. I, I actually, you know... We we all really appreciate it. Um, you can always check us out on Twitter. My, I'm VF Baller. 
Bills is at Bills Fourth. DJ is at DJ eighty one. Uh, you can come over there and get some. Uh, but dope. they get paid B5. That's why they go three hours. Hey, hey B5, why don't you try mm. eating those in and out fries after three hours and see how you feel? And not only that, mm. man, we're not even here trying to get paid. I mean, it'd be nice if right. we on the road, but that's not what we're, we're not here for that right now, you know. So, um, now, unless B5 want to, you know, if I, you know, in the DMs, I'll slip you the PayPal link, you know, you can send something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's make a Patreon account and ask throughout the show to, yeah, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, there. Um, definitely on Twitter. You can always interact with us there. Catch us on every live. No, yeah, fight. You got us on PS4, bro. I'll, I'll be on. Uh, I'll be on tomorrow. Whenever you're on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'll still have that link ready though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Hey, pal, my my hard eight impression in there. Oh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> the game is not that. Let me stop. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we don't we don't want to have his people come our way. You know what happened? What? So. What? What? Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that, Bills. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about to say the least. Uh, good dude, but I'm not worried about that. Uh, Catch us every week, uh, every Wednesday. We're going to do this at 7 every Wednesday unless uh, anything changes. We do the live stream, come through Q&A as well as the topics. Next week will be kind of be kind of dry as far as sports because the Super Bowl ain't until we got there Sunday. Well, I guess we can do the predictions next week since we didn't get to them this week. So. And basically, we'll just do what this week, what Madden does in real life, skip the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ain't doing but, um, uh, we can talk well, some there NBA you go b5 all right do it out there so, man, no man critique nah uh we don't have we don't have a certain fan base to uh to adhere to critiques no. oh wow Damn. i have a, i have a bone to pick with the nectar mod but um that has nothing to do with the gameplay it's just functionality but um, the gameplay is great on PC. Um, I know Bills had his, his. You know he he loves it. I played it on on his uh, platform. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not here to just listen. We're just tired of bashing games. If we don't like it, we don't talk about it. And, yeah. and think about it. We haven't talked about Madden this entire episode. That tells you exactly what you need to know. So um, that there are other games out there. All right. And I already told and I already told you guys how I feel about football all year round. Y'all slaves sitting there wow. playing this game all year long. And you got all these other games out here. There's, oh, there's mad games out here and people being slaves playing mad no day. Well, you gotta get that platinum Barry Sanders card, you know? You can't get after a while, you can't even get platinum in anything in Madden, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Oh man! I just think the Necromod did what the developer should have done, but to me, it's like I play it and it, it is what it is. You know, I'm not. I didn't even play older Maddens all year long. Come on, there's other games and sports. I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm gonna be honest. I played Madden. Uh, I mean, I played other games too, but back then, the PS2 days, I played Madden year round until the next one came out. Yeah, I play year round. I play year round too. I didn't. Dang. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> all right, we got to close it out, man. We appreciate y'all coming through, man. Y'all know where to catch us SoundCloud, iTunes, 
Um, I'll put the links in the uh, in the description if y'all want to uh, follow us and subscribe over there. Sure. In including the link to my PayPal. Oh, yeah, okay. that, that works. Catch his uh, PayPal. Throw him a couple of pennies. And um, <laughs> a couple yeah, pennies. All our, Twitter, all our Twitter handles is um in the description as well. Thank you, B Five. We try our best to make it fun and entertaining. And like I said, we're just here to to fellowship and talk. Anything comes across that. That goes further down the road, we'll let y'all know. But uh, other than that, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.